What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle call. Hey, B, Hawaiian hapes. We got, uh, I'll be back. So we thought uh, Wednesday night. So we'll do another podcast Friday. But as we continue this just whirlwind of a week when everyone else is not putting out content, we're putting out four pods this week, including this podcast, which is our NFL Futures pod. Just some predictions. Uh, never too early. Rookie gotta of the give, year, MVP. Got to give you credit on this one for your creative juices. Over 10,000 hours of Sports Talk Radio, John. I've exceeded the uh, Gladwell threshold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the next coach fired and worst of first teams. Uh, before we get into those, let's uh, tell you this podcast is brought to you by Ease Wellness. E-A-Z-E wellness.com. Use the promo code HAM. I've been getting great night's sleeps. Uh, with some CBD from easewellness.com, promo code HAM. Uh, just a little droplets. Put a little drops on your tongue, swallow it, whoop, and you go to sleep. They also have the, the the opportunities on easewellness.com are endless, from bath bombs to creams. Uh, I know a lot of athletes. And, you know, a lot of our listeners, you know, you guys are active people. You get sore, you go to the gym, you get a little lift in. And, you know, you need to put a little cream on your shoulders or your back. It really helps. Ease Wellness has something for everyone. The bath bombs, you know, a lot. Of, I know a lot of men don't bath bomb, but you, your girlfriend, your wife, you get her a little bath bomb, throw it in there, relaxation, easewellness.com, promo code HAM, guys, promo code HAM. All right. Uh, so we're going to hit uh, the next coach fired. I've been looking everywhere. I couldn't find odds yet on that. Uh, the rookie of the year, the MVP, the surprise failure team, and the uh, – the team most likely to go worst to first in the NFL. Where would you like to start, John? Your pick. Uh, I'll say this really quick. The yeah. worst to first one was really hard, and I actually had to do a contingency plan because I think it's impossible. But What do you mean a contingency plan? Well, like I, I, I had to pick a third-place team because I, I don't think I could find a fourth-place team that I could justify. I, I just didn't believe in any of them, and I'm trying to make these like I truly believe it. Yeah. I, I, I Honestly, I mean, the fourth-place teams, I always like, yeah, the team's going to be fourth. I thought they were all going to stink. Well, I'll give you one that I consider. Let's just start with this one then. Okay. Here's one that I considered because um, I'm with you. It's pretty hard. 
I, they laugh at me now. You could probably laugh at all these, though. But actually two that I considered. One would be the Jets. For the, you know, they'd have to get the second wild card in the AFC. Their division. Well, yeah, I thought we went worst to first. I mean, we had to go first place, not a wild card. Oh, yeah, you're right. Fuck. That, that's where, to me, but I, I like where you're going there because you have to predicate it while Brady breaks his leg. Can we go worst to playoffs? Can we change it? No, you got to go worst to first. That's um, why I picked two third place teams. Okay, so th- they're out. Well, to me, they would be the one because I think you could just bet against, like, I think this is the year Brady gets hurt. Yeah, okay, but I'm not predicting injuries in any of these. Um, Tampa? Like, again, I but I, I, I like I, the first place and the second place and kind of like the third place team there. I had a deep conversation with a buddy in the, league, in the league about a guy about just Tampa. I'm like, listen, I think Arians, don't forget what he did in Arizona, how it bounced back. Remember that first year, how good that division was with Seattle and San Francisco, and they still went 10-6. and six. And he's like, at the end of the day, they just don't have very much talent. He's like, their offensive line shitty. Their secondary is atrocious. Uh, and, and just Jameis, for whatever you think of Arians, and I think most people, including ourselves, think really highly of him, Carson was just a much more functional human. I mean, he's just a disaster. Because I'm like, what about Mike Evans? He's like, yeah, what else they got? Their team's not – their team – you feel like their team's better, and then when you look, you're like, yeah, they're not great. Jacksonville? I mean, if Houston falls apart, Indy takes a step back, weirdly. To me, that's the, best, good. That's, yeah. but that's the best division in football, guy. I, I know. I, I know. I don't know. That's where, that's where I went third to first because I, I just – You went I don't, Tennessee? Yeah, because they were two years ago, they were a playoff team. Last year, if Mariota doesn't get hurt, they're probably a playoff team. If you just go, well, their roster's really good, their coach is solid, and I, I don't know. I just think that I could see them, you know, 11 wins. I could all see them eight wins, but I just think they're pretty good. You know, they weren't your typical third-place team last year. Um, like, to me, if, if we're going third to first, then I'll go Green Bay. Um, obviously I really like Chicago. We both do, but, um, Green Bay to me this year could be better than Minnesota and Detroit without blinking just because of Aaron Rodgers if he's healthy. And it, you know, when it's all said and done, Chicago's quarterback is still Mitchell Trubisky. So let's say they went 12 and four last year. They come back two games to 10 and six and Green Bay is four games better. Really? They lost nine cause they had a tie. So there's three games better in the loss column and they're 10 and six with some tiebreakers. I mean, I feel okay betting on Aaron Rodgers. You know, the one team that I actually considered worst to first, the only one I considered was Detroit. the Detroit Lions. They have a franchise quarterback that, you know, actually, I mean, yeah, I know his wife was, she had the surgery, then she went through some more complications. So hopefully everything turns out that way. They actually had a pretty good off season. They had a Trey Flowers. They drafted, basically a lot of people think has some Gronk Kittle to him and TJ Hawkinson. Justin Coleman, they got a good nickel. Uh, they obviously traded Golden Tate, but their receivers were already pretty good. They have the bell cow running back, the dude from Auburn they drafted last year that had some moments. Uh, the Lions, it's like every two years they make the playoffs. Now the thing that holds me back is go, well, I don't even like Green Bay this year, but they're not like – they're still Aaron Rodgers, still got a lot of good players. The Bears are stacked and the Vikings are stacked. Like that division's really hard. So to me to go worse, like could the Lions win 12 games? Like maybe they win nine. But it crossed my mind because someone someone tweeted at or, te- or DM me like, are they building the most blue-collar team in the league? <laughs> in theory, I think the coach wants to do that. But my main issue with them 
is that I, I can never get over guy last year. They had a home game. And for those people that don't know, they play in a dome and they practice outside all week. And the players are like, what the fuck are we doing? And obviously it's Detroit. It's freezing cold. It's like establishing the culture. Well, yeah, Belichick practices outside because they play outside. You're playing inside. And remember one of the things was like the players couldn't even focus or freezing. You're pr- it, it, it was so counterproductive. If you told me that like Jim Caldwell was their coach or just – you know, they just – Doug Peterson or just someone solid. I mean, Doug's better than solid, but you know what I mean. I, I would go, yeah, I think this team can be decent. I, is, is Patricia just a train wreck? And that's where I that's where I stopped doing the worst of first because of Patricia. You look at the roster, it's not terrible. Not giving Cliff a chance to go worst of first in the NFC West. I think they're going to be god-awful guy. Not giving the Raiders a chance. Okay. S- schedule's too hard. Uh, all right. Next one up. You know what? Since we just since we were talking teams, I'll go the other way. The surprise failure team, team that's gonna now maybe that could be a playoff team that doesn't make the playoffs. However, you want to phrase it. Um, would it be a surprise if Cle- like Cleveland went seven eight and one? I don't think on this podcast we'd be surprised if they fail. But who are the? I candidates do think it'll here? be. Like, I do think it'll be a major story though if they're like seven and nine because of the hype this team's gotten. The division's kind of down. Or maybe they just turn, like, do they just turn back into the Raiders and no one even cares? Right? Remember when the Raiders were getting all that hype and they started losing and then people stopped paying attention? Yeah. Besides Raiders fans, yeah. They were really bad. I think the them, difference is they're, they're on national television a bunch. Like, what if – now, I know I already said I'm not going to bank on injuries, but I feel a little different. Tom's been healthy. Carson Wentz has been hurt a lot. Like, if Carson gets hurt this time and Nick Foles isn't around – what happens to them? Well, they draft their quarterback from Northwestern, and they have this Sudfeld guy they really like. I think their team's really good, and Doug's good, that they would still be really competitive. Like, they, they might have the best roster top to bottom in the NFL. To me, it's my pick's pretty easy. I, I think this was the easiest one on the board, and it's the the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the, just they've – I wouldn't say overachieved, but they've been awesome these first two years. One big reason they've been awesome – is a running back has been a legitimate, not like, you know, could this guy, they're like, is Tiger really going to win the MVP? Like he had multiple stretches in both years where you're like, is this guy the MVP of the league? And that's how good you have to be as a running back to even get in that conversation is like Adrian Peterson, 2,000 yards good, right? And his was a little different because he catches the ball a lot. Well, we had talked about it like last week. The trainer came out and said like, yeah, he's got this arthritic thing going. Not that we didn't already know, but so the trainer confirmed it. McVeigh has continued to kind of poo-poo it. Like, yeah, we're good. Another story out of camp is he wasn't able to practice, guy. Not during training camp, during OTAs. You're like, yeah, we're just being cautious. Was like, okay, what'd you guys do in the offseason? We drafted a running back on the second day. So they're kind of acknowledging, yeah, we think he's we think he's screwed. And they lost Ndamukong Sue. Marcus Peters is kind of a guy. LaMarcus Joyner left in free agency. They don't have any linebackers. Uh, I know they they drafted uh, what's his name Taylor Rapp from Washington, good player, but I don't know, man. I I just when I say failure, I don't think like four and twelve. You told me they went seven and nine, and just this was the year that like I don't envision them like getting blown out a lot because I think McVay's top notch. But couldn't you just see, you know, the four or five swing games that the fourth quarter they've won the last couple of years? Maybe Goff throws a pick, maybe they have a fumble. It's just this is just not their year. I I, I think they are. They're the team I'm short. 
One team I consider the problem is they're, they're pretty good on defense. But, I mean, Baltimore won 10 games last year. What are the odds the Ravens win 10 games again now that everyone's had an offseason to get ready for Lamar Jackson? Yeah, do you think they win seven? So that would be my pick. Do you, but do you think the Ravens right now – I was going to my bookie right now to see the over-unders. I, I, I think they are a lock to not be very good. The only thing that I struggle with is that they have a tough guy culture there. Yep. They always play defense. Even when their defense is down, it's never really down that far. Uh, their division is questionable. Questionable at, at, at Like, it's very questionable. The Ravens over-under is 8.5. I, I mean, I to me, I'm going to go 8.5, Ravens under, and I'm going to find the Rams, and I'm going to see what that number is. I'm, I might parlay that guy. The Rams over under is ten and a half. So if I can parlay, you can't parlay over unders. <laughs> I don't love that. Mm-hmm. To, to me, the bet is the Ravens. The, I I feel much better than the Ravens under. Yeah, the odds aren't very good though. <laughs> That's why I want to parlay it to make the odds good. I, I like both those two unders. Okay, I like that too. Off to a good start. All right, your choice next. Where you want to go? Uh, you want to tell people about beds? Let's tell people about beds. Good call. Sleep number. Maybe you've considered a sleep number bed, but thought you couldn't afford one. But can you really afford another restless night's sleep? There's never been a better time to save on proven quality sleep during the lowest prices of the season event. <sighs> Guy, you, you know this firsthand. So many couples disagree, disagree on the firmness of a mattress. And where do you spend, unless you're Kobe Bean Bryant, a lot of your time? A third of your day is spent in that bed. Seven to eight hours, right? Well, the great part is Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds let you choose your ideal firmness on each side. So it's perfect for both of you. Haberman likes sleeping on rocks. Alyssa likes sleeping on a softer bed. I'm somewhere in the middle. We, we all just have different preferences. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds are so smart, they censor every move and automatically adjust to you, keeping you sleeping comfortably all night long, guy. Like Lionel Richie said, all night long. All night, all night. Coming Come during in. the slowest prices of the season event, like John said, the Sleep Number 360 C4. Uh, smart bed now only $12.99, save 400 bucks, only for a limited time. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest you at sleepnumber.com slash ham. Sleepnumber.com slash ham. All night long. All night, all night. I mean, tell me that's not a great song. Great song. What do you like? Uh, let's go next coach fired. Oh, okay. This is a fun one. Except for them. So there's a bunch of guys that. Well, not really. Most of them have long-term contracts. They make millions even when they're fired. Well, but you yes, know, when I was yes. thinking, when I was thinking about this one, um, like the guy I wanted to pick, I won't pick because it's just too soon. But I need to get a kick out of me if I said Vic Fangio. Just like that Elway will change his quarterback before the season's over. It's not, to me, that's not out of the realm of possibility with John because it could be bad. But I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's giving Vic the hook that quick. The one thing talking to someone that knows Vic really well that, yeah, it might not work out big picture, but he's too smart to just fail. Like, and he's too great of a defensive coach and their defense is good. So, like, yeah, like, what was the stat last year? The Denver Broncos, since like the early 80s, hadn't missed the playoffs two years in a row. So I think 
I didn't even quite realize that. Like, God, they're standard there. They're just used. They're like like a poor man's version of the Spurs. They just win a lot, right? They don't win the championship all the time. But even in the last ten years, boom, they landed Peyton Manning. What they do? They went two Super Bowls in four years and won won one of them. They won two with Elway. All during the 2000s, they won a lot. But are they going to make the playoffs? So you miss the playoffs in Denver. This is what I appreciate about high-level organizations. It's a disappointment. Now, doesn't it feel like the expectations have shifted a little bit? Like if they go 8-8, eight and eight, will that be viewed as a success or a failure? I think it's a success. For, for us on the outside, but I'm saying as a Denver Bronco fan, just are you like just used to going to the playoffs a lot? Yeah, but given where they've been, I think that's a major step in the right direction. What if your just defense kicks ass? Drew Locke so shows some signs. Yeah. Does Drew Locke play this year, if you had to guess? Yes. Probably just depends. You think Locke Absol- plays? Absolutely. He ends up playing this year. Through injury or bench? Bench. So who's your next coach fired? Do you want me to go? So, go? so anyway, no, I'm talking through it here. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, all the guys I considered. So... I mean, to me, you got to consider Tomlin and Harbaugh just because we've talked about them. But I have a hard time seeing Tomlin go during the year. Um, I considered Dan Quinn. But, I mean, they won 10 games two years ago. I feel like we've been talking about him quite a bit. They went 7-9. I'm going to go un- in unstable organization, drafted a quarterback that maybe the coach didn't want but the owner wanted. I'm going Jay Gruden. God, that's a good one. I didn't honestly he didn't cross my mind. And he even said, like, what about hard knocks next year? He's like, Well, if we're not in the playoffs, I'm not gonna be here next year. So he knows. <laughs> but I think this, like, yeah, that's that's probably the lock. Would Jake Rudin be the offensive coordinator for the Oakland Raiders the following year? A heartbeat. Uh I hope so. I, I like that one. But I, I'll Raiders, say this. But... I think that's kind of an easy one. Oh. No, it's, well, it's that's so easy. Not, but you didn't I, pick I missed that one. it. No, I know, I missed it. I went a little off the beaten path. This is what one I thing, like. One thing we know, guy, is the NFL shares some similarities with the NFL draft. They do some one and dones now. How many one and dones have we seen in recent memory? Tom Sula was a one and done. Wilkes was a one and done. Am I missing another one and done? Uh, McAdoo wasn't, but felt like he was. Yeah, um, so there's been two one and dones in the last like five years. Did you say they Chip? Do, Chip was a one and done. Tom Sula, Jet has two of them. <laughs> I don't even count Chip. You see the stories on Chip about his players hating. Yeah, that good. <laughs> Again, nobody like, has his phone number. <laughs> he's a, he's a weirdo. Uh, I I think that the pressure because the pressure is kind of given on your point of entry, right? When the NFL, well, if you come in like Cliff Kingsbury, a little easier. They're going to give you some time with Kyler. You came in like Kyle. It was such a dumpster fire, and they had had three one and dones. They had to give you a six year deal. When you come in, even though they dislike this coach, Mike McCarthy, and our guy Ty Dunn, who we saw at practice a month ago, who wrote the article, which was awesome. I love Ty Dunn. That Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, like your expect. There's not like a uh, like a soft landing. There's not just a bunch of powder if you're going off a ski jump just to land into. It, you're right. Fangio, if he went 8-8 eight and eight and they showed some signs, people I th- do think in Denver would take a deep breath and be like, we got something going here. Vic Fangio's a high-level guy. I think Matt LaFleur, because no one really knew about him, and then he got hired kind of out of the blue. Rodgers is making so much money. 
I think even Green Bay fans, yeah, Rodgers is a pain in the ass, but he's still Aaron freaking Rodgers. Make it work. It's kind of like you have LeBron. Like, just get it done. What if they went like 5-11, and 11, guys? Yeah. And Rodgers says, this sucks. He, he, do you see they've already kind of had a – he made a comment, I think, the last week of OTA. is like, yeah. And it's just classic Aaron. It's very LeBron. They're, they're, him and LeBron are very similar. You know, I, I was a little more used to having a little more freedom at the line of scrimmage. You know, I, I am Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if he said I am Aaron, but he he's says, like – We're working through the audible thing. Was that the line, something like that? Yeah. And, and you know what? In fairness to Rodgers, like – is LaFleur already coming in? Like, it's my way or the highway? Because I will defend Aaron on this one. Like, bro, you got to meet him more in the middle than he's going to meet you in the middle on the audible at the line of scrimmage, right? Right. Like that, hey, Matt, are you already digging your grave here? And I got another kind of curveball on this. Unlike Kevin Durant, who can tear his Achilles and whatever, he's the timing wasn't was probably as ideal as it could have been because it was, you know, he has summer break. But when training camp practices, and if he's zooming around on the deal, like you, that's not ideal, guy. I mean, that's it can't really be argued. This is like middle golf hot take or whatever. Like that Achilles injury is a pretty big deal for the head coach, who's also the offensive coordinator. Is that fair? Yeah. Just in terms of like being able to be active at practice, it's hard. You can't move. That's a good one. That's a good pick. And my the, the guy I wrote down first, but it was way safer, was uh, Pat Shermer. But, uh, you know, that's that's kind of a – that's like a poor man's Gruden one. But I think LaFleur, again, will probably have to get ugly. But even in Green Bay, like what did McCarthy, McCarthy say a couple years ago when they went 8-8? Eight and eight? Like you take some pride and like your team's showing some heart. He's like, we're the Green Bay Packers, you know. We're the Green Bay Packers. So I just, I don't know. That, where I do think Tomlin would come in, you can't miss the playoffs two years in a row for the Pittsburgh Steelers, having been there for like 15 years. Like it would just be kind of the end. Yeah. Though I don't think it's necessarily the right move, and I would immediately be all over him. Like does Mike Tomlin immediately get like the Green Bay Packers job? He immediately gets a job. Does he get – so the benefit there would be then you let Aaron pick his own OC, basically, or you pick somebody you know Aaron likes but isn't really a head coach? If you're Mike Tomlin, would you rather go to, like, the Giants or a team like that, or would you rather – what happens when uh, – I think he'd rather go to the Giants. Well, wait till this guy. You ever heard of Lynn Swan comes calling? Says, Mike, we need you, Doug. Oh, yeah, could go to SC. That'd be pretty sweet. Doesn't he feel like he'd be a pretty badass, badass SC coach? After, you think he'd struggle after- recruiting? After Urban says no. What if Lynn Swan wants Mike Tomlin over Urban Meyer? No. Who would you rather have? Urban. I mean, if my goal is just win football games, I wouldn't want Urban. But <laughs> Tomlin would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go rookie. I mean uh, MVP next. Because you know, who I really want to pick. I've thought a lot about it. Derek Carr. Yeah, I, I would love for Derek Carr to be an MVP candidate. But that's not who I'm going with for MVP. Um, like, I'm not going to go with Patrick Mahomes, I'll tell you that. This is not about winning money, though. Like, just you got to pick the right guy. So, like, who is always in the Like, Breeze is just always in the mix. I think he'd be a solid pick. I think Luck would be a solid pick. I'm going, this is going to be like comeback player of the year slash MVP. 
I mean, don't you think Luck wins one at least once in his it career? It feels like he's got to win one, right? And this year he's going to have momentum coming in. But, John, I, I really want to go with Wentz on this. Um, risky because of the injury history. But I feel like he is clearly an MVP-level player. Am I, am I talking to Guy Lewis Riddick Haberman? <laughs> I'm going out on a limb here. Like, yeah, we all think he's great when he's healthy. He's just not that healthy. So it's not a safe pick. And, again, there's no benefit in this from um, taking a guy that has long odds. But I just I feel like he's been he's been that level player when he's healthy, at least the one year when he really was looked like he was headed that direction. Good football team. It's finally his team. I don't know if that's good or not. They were good with Foles last year. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop before I talk myself out of it. You know what kind of sucks when you do this exercise is you look at it and you go, the quarterbacks have they've never had more of an advantage, right? Because the rules are on their side, their numbers are going to be so inflated. Like if you throw forty five touchdowns and you're the number one seed, it's just impossible for you not to be the MVP. But I just refused. I felt like uh, one of those old school NFL guys that kind of resents the quarterbacks. Like they get all the money, they get all the women. They get all the goddamn credit. You know, it's like whenever you see, like, I remember Mike Golick, he's always getting mad on Mike and Mike. Just, and in fairness, like, he spoke for a lot of other players, just kind of resented everything they get. I get it, but they deserve it. But I, I think this guy has a unique amount of momentum, uh, and his team, I think, has a chance. What if the Chicago Bears went 15 and 1 and Khalil Mack had 18 touched or 18 sacks? Like, because again, for a non-quarterback to win, it has to be the perfect storm, right? Yeah. Adrian Peterson back from ACL, two thousand yards, carries Christian Potter to the playoffs. You're like, yeah, he's got to get it. Right. I, I don't even know what would a wide receiver have to do to get it. Like 130 catches, 20 touchdowns. Even then, like, wouldn't his quarterback maybe have a better chance? <laughs> yeah, he would have to be historic, right? I mean, what led the league in touch in uh, receiving touchdowns last year? I think like 15, 15 Antonio, Antonio Brown. Antonio, yeah. 25, you think? Would 25 even be possible? I, I, like, I think 20. I think you the threshold you said the first time would, would get you in the mix. I just wanted to go off the beaten path a little because I do think, like, well, Mahomes, Mahomes got momentum. I mean, Mahomes has another sweet year. He could win it. Uh, I think Luck's bound to win it. I think what, what Mahomes has going against him, if there's such a thing, is just that his year was so incredible, right? 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns, 12 picks, that if he has Ben Roethlisberger's year from last year, it'll feel like a total disaster. But when you're a great player like that and you just maintain it, like Favre, three straight MVPs. Like, everyone loves this guy. You know, it's like, God, this is badass. Even if, remember Steph's second second year, it wasn't even necessarily – that his numbers were that different, it was like, he's just better. You know? Like, what if Mahomes is, like, just better? Well, Mahomes just rolls out 50 touchdowns, 12 picks again, then he'll probably will win it. But, like, Luck last year was 500 fewer yards, 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Okay, the Bears go 14-2. and They're the number one seed in the NFC, and he's the defensive player of the year. Don't you think he'd have a – he'd get a lot of MVP votes. Yeah, and I think what you said about momentum is big because it – the conversation already started this year about it. So it's already in people's minds. Like, could he be the MVP? Well, and he's kind of been on the vernacular even with the Raiders. Remember when he had that one season? People were like, damn. Yeah. He, he has just been on the tip of their tongue, kind of like J.J. Watt had that stretch like four or five years. Like, is this guy the MVP of the league? And there were stretches 
I was like, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> you know, remember he was catching touchdowns. What if Nagy throws him a couple touchdowns this year? Which wouldn't you be shocked if Khalil Mack doesn't get a touchdown soon? An offensive touchdown? Give him the JJ Watt. Let's remember JJ had that the year he won. He be multiple. I, I'm going off the beaten path again. This Even is a though Dennis bias. Allen knew it was coming. Do you, do you? What do you think about my thoughts of the Chicago Bears being the number one seed in the? In the East, or I mean the East, uh, the NFC. NFC. I almost called the National League. Yeah, I mean, I think it it works in combination with the Rams taking a step back. Um, the Packers just the teams in that division around them just being incomplete. Um, the teams in the East being, you know, Dallas did it, but not for a whole year last year. Philly. Just it seems like they got a lot going on. Uh, I think the challenger would be, you know, maybe New Orleans. But if the Rams are going to take a step back, why? Well, because if the Rams take a step back, I mean, the Bears go, had twelve wins. Only two teams in the NFC had more wins than them last year. Only two teams in the NFL had more wins than them last yeah, year. Yes, so here would be my argument: that if the Rams take a step back, you go, well, neither Seattle or San Francisco are number one seeds, right? Mm-hmm. If they're a playoff team, they're a ten win team, right? The Saints could be pretty dominant. That that like you said, that would be a legit contender. And you go even if the Eagles or Cowboys are an elite team, they still have to play each other a couple times. And those divisional games, like the Giants, still throw haymaker at you. The Redskins, like shit, just gets weird. Yeah, and you're right. I think the Matt Lafleur, who my coach, I think is going to get fired. Is there a chance by like the end of September? Zimmer just can't contain himself. He's like, I'm so goddamn tired of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you know, he just throws his quarterback. Had, yeah, I had Zimmer on the list too. They have had success though, but but it's like the, he's changed quarterbacks. He's changed offensive coordinators. Who who gets changed next? What would you say? Team has the chance to get weirder earlier. The Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings. Now, obviously, Lafleur is not going to say anything stupid, and Cousins won't say anything stupid. But Zimmer and Rogers are liable to make a headline where you go, "What did he just say?" Mm-hmm. And it might be Zimmer because Zimmer, if he knows he's going to get fired, he's old. I don't think he gives a shit. Rogers, like, I don't think will cross. He does the passive aggressive, like, "Yeah, we're still working," but it's like, Aaron, should you be saying that? Like, yeah, I can see him making a comment. Yeah. Probably limited our ability, him tearing his Achilles and scooting around at training camp. We didn't quite get as much in. You'd be like, what? Where it's clear, like, Rodgers hates this guy. Where Zimmer could just be liable to be like, yeah, if we could do it all over again, we wouldn't assign him, but he's our quarterback, and we'll go to war with him this Sunday. And it's like week four, you know? <laughs> because uh, if, if, I had to, if I had to pick, I'd pick Minnesota because I think – uh, I'd, I'd pick Minnesota. Yeah. In that in that hypothetical. All right. Uh, last one here. Rookie of the year. Now, I mean, there's offensive and defensive. We can go with both, I guess, if we want. Um, do you want to go one direction first? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I Kyler? I'm a little I'm a little biased here because it's my favorite player in the draft. But I think when you look at a situation. His situation is so conducive to just balling, and that's New England and Nikhil Harry. Because you go, Gronk retired. Uh, I mean, they got rid of Hogan, so they got Edelman, and Edelman's not really a touchdown catcher. You got this guy that has 22 touchdowns in his career. Yeah, I did a little research. <laughs> uh, but the last two his years, Nikhil, 
in his college career, three years. So he's a he was a true junior. Yep. But his last his first year he got five touchdowns. But his last two years he averaged eight and a half touchdowns per year, so nine and eight. And you just go, well, they're gonna depend on this guy, right? To me, it's it's not just as much as the talent because the talent's there, but they the Patriots are gonna continue to dominate. They need this guy to fill in kind of Gronk's void. Like, who's what do the Patriots do in the red zone? Well, they, they don't really go to Edelman. Now they run the ball, but they're going to throw the ball to this guy. And what would you say Nikhil Harry's best ability is? Like jump balls, contested catches. Don't you think they're going to run a lot of like fades for this guy? Kind of like the Raiders when they got Crabtree. That was just like their go-to play. I think he'll throw a touchdown. I think you'll see him on some end of rounds. But, yeah, I think they'll throw it up to him. Um, Over under eight and a half total touchdowns from Nikhil I, Harry. This year. Yeah, I was going to say like seven or eight, but why not be bold? What if he gets 10 and they win 13 games? So he was my pick, too. I actually had two guys. Because there's not, first of all... A Wasn't a great offensive first round. Yeah, quarterback hasn't won this award uh, in six years, I think. Who won it last year? Saquon? Saquon. Offensive rookie of the year. Well deserved. And, and I'm not going with one of the quarterbacks. So for me, like you said, you got some tackles. You got Probably all gets running odds back. on Daniel Jones. <laughs> so for me, it was Nikhil or, I'll go with this guy, TJ Hawkinson. Like all the stuff you said about Matt Stafford, they've had a long line of tight ends there. Who was their leading receiver last year? Kenny Galladay. But he's Galladay's a good player. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, he had, what, 70 catches? So I'm giving him credit. Like, Stafford found a guy that worked, and he just kept going to him. Um, So Hawkinson, you know, no offense in Denver. I don't think that's going to bode well for him in terms of just putting up numbers. But, but if but if you if I told you that Noah Fan had seven or eight touchdowns, that's not crazy. No, I guess it's not. I think both those two guys are gonna I think all three of these guys, Nikhil Harry, Noah Fant, and TJ Hawkinson, all three of the teams are viewing these guys as a major part of the offense, right? Now I would say Fant would be the last because you go, well, even if Stafford's flawed, like he can sling it. And obviously Brady is just Tom freaking Brady. So those two guys could just to me, both those, Nikhil Harry and TJ Hawkinson, if I told you they ended up with 75 catches and eight touchdowns, like that's realistic. That it's that's to me, Fant's number could be more like forty seven catches but six touchdowns because he breaks some long runs because he can fly. Here here's the here's the Lions numbers, right? Galladay had a great year. Other than that, Bruce Ellington well, had twenty three catches. Now Marvin Jones had thirty five catches, five touchdowns. He's a good player. Toy Lolo, the tight end. Now with the Niners. Um, so, they, yeah, they need a tight end. But you look at Denver, you go, well, Emmanuel Sanders got hurt. He's coming back. Philip Lizzie's coming back from a finger. Yeah, I just wonder if they're going to throw any touchdowns. But you're, you're right. Like, just there's, got, there's five touchdowns out there for anybody. What about, like, a sleeper, Debo? Debo? Crossed my mind. Felt bold. The Niners would have to be good, right? Like, he couldn't just have a statistical good year. Like, Saquon overcame it because he was so good. I, I I was told by someone I – obviously, I trust him because I talked to him, but it just knows what he's talking about. He thought that Saquon's already the best running back in the league. And he's like, it's I, – I feel pretty confident saying that. I don't know. But he's, fact, he's factoring in – he's like, well, Todd's kind of shot now. Yeah. So it's just – What would be – who? how could you forcefully make an argument? Like – Yo, know, Le'Veon hasn't Le'Veon hasn't played in a year. He thinks he's just he thinks he's more dynamic than Zeke, though he like he this guy obviously likes Zeke. But he's like Saquon's just a little more 
dynamic in everything he does. Where Zeke's just more a little more old school, run you over. He's like a Zeke's closer to like a Earl Campbell type. Who's I mean unreal. I mean I, Zeke's dominant, but Saquon is just elite. You can get right now, guy. MyBookie.ag promo code Ham One. Nikhil Harry sixteen to one. Where's our man Debo? Oh yeah, give me all the odds. Who's the best? Kyler's. Yeah. yeah. We even met, are you giving Kyler a shot? No. TJ Hawkinson, twenty-two to one. Okay. Uh, Paris Campbell, I think that's the guy the Colts took in the second round, two thousand or twenty to one. Daniel Jones, twenty-five to one. What about this one? If you like Wentz to win the MVP, Ortega Whiteside. Is he a red zone guy? Yeah, he is. Isn't that his go-to move, the jump balls? Yep. Problem is, you go, well, Alshon's like, what do you think I do? <laughs> You're going to throw jump balls for him and not for me? That That's where, like, they got a lot of options. Like, Wentz throws to Ertz. Like, J.J., Ortega Whiteside could have a good year and have 28 catches, right? Right, right. I don't even see Debo on here, but maybe he's going by a different name. No freaking love. <laughs> different name. Josh Jacobs, 8-1. to one. Uh, John, we do need to tell the people that this podcast is also brought to you by Hair Club. Your confidence is important. Sometimes one change can make all the difference. Hair Club knows this, and they're inviting you to become part of the Hair Club family to see how to get the most out of changing your hair can change your life. Guy, think about this. They understand the emotions of going through it. You know who else understands it? Who's that? Me. Me. Because I went through it. I've, I've seen it all, guy. Hair fell out. I didn't want it to fall out. And I fought it. And I fought it. And eventually it took over. Well, you don't have to be like me. You can be like Guy Haberman, who now cuts his hair shorter on the sides to give that top, ooh, give that good flow. Number three with the taper. And uh, listen, the, the thing about Hair Club, we just need to go to hairclub.com slash ham. It's free. You just We just need you to sign up. And if you're having issues with either uh, hair falling out or your hair receding, they will, you know, give you options. And that's all you can ask for when you're in that position. Again, I've been in that position and it's an, it's an insecure spot to be in. You just want options. You want someone to talk to. And the great thing is I have someone for you to talk to hairclub.com slash ham today for a free health and wear and scalp analysis for your new customers. That's right. Hairclub.com slash ham for a free hair health and scalp analysis. Plus the $250 savings on any qualifying hair club service after that initial consultation. Hairclub.com slash ham. Hairclub.com slash ham. All right. Tell us uh, what you thought. We missed some categories. Maybe we'll do another one of these future uh, NFL futures uh, before the season because there's time. What you want to do just a way too early uh, Super Bowl pick? Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, uh, yes. Go. You go first. I gotta think about this for a second. I'm gonna go. Going I think Paris? I'm gonna go Kansas City, Chicago. God, this the Middlecoff Bowl. The the other team that I like a lot, and I, I don't feel like a lot of other people like a lot, but I really like them. And at one point in time, this podcast said we hated them, and I really came around. I like the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I think the I think the Cowboys are gonna be a factor guy. Like, and not just like obviously they're good, but I just mean. I kind of expect them to be a 11-12 win team. I'm going to go uh, New England because, of course. And uh, I'm going to go driven by anger, motivated by revenge, the New Orleans Saints. 
to stick it to the NFL officials. Well, you can get on my book, AG. The Rams have unreal odds. The Patriots have the best odds, and the Saints are the third best odds. So, do you, do you, what do you think about the the Rams? You think they come back to earth a little bit like me? Yeah, I do. I think that's a good pick by you. How about this? You can get the Chiefs right now eight to one. I can get the Cowboys twenty two to one. Ooh. But it's just this is to win the Super Bowl. You know what's great? You know big. what? You know what's great about the NFL? We got a conference call here in three minutes, but what? Yeah, I, I look at the time. Like Gary Woodland won the U.S. Open a hundred to one. Yeah. Like what a true like underdog that was. Yeah. For example, like the Denver Broncos are sixty-six to one to win the Super Bowl. And you feel much better about Gary Woodland winning the U.S. Open. Yeah, which yeah, it's just kind of. Yeah. I don't even really have a take. It's just kind of. That's crazy. a great call. Like if you had said before the U.S. Open, what's a, what's more likely to happen? Gary Woodland wins this event or Denver wins the Super Bowl? I would a I'd be like, come on, dude. The, Gary Woodland wins this event. I'll give you the Texans, who I don't tell even me, think of. Tell me this: what's who is? One. Is there anyone that's sixty-six to one for the British Open? Yeah, it was like uh, Mickelson was like fifty to one. You know, Rose was like forty to one. Rose had worse odds than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like the Jacksonville Jaguars were Justin Rose. How's that possible? The Green Bay Packers were like Jordan Spieth. Like it's just now clearly the golf's a little different. You're competing against way more people, but still. Like the Buffalo Bills were the Buffalo Bills were Gary Woodland. That's too much respect. I know. All right, on that note. Okay. Adios, peace. See ya. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.